might be a little shorter, but I've said that before and it didn't really work out that way, but it, it, you know, it might be a little shorter today. The title of it is, I'll Still Bless You. I'll Still Bless You. You know, after Leo passed, you know, nobody knew that, I mean, he just passed of a heart attack and just shocked everybody. The funeral was yesterday. But after that, Lori was strongly encouraging me to start exercising again. Because I used to go to Planet Fitness. When COVID hit, I just thought, that's just a hassle. I just stopped going. And, um, and then uh, I can't really run like I used to because the knees get a little sore when I do that. So I was using an elliptical machine instead. And so we purchased a really nice elliptical machine and put it downstairs in our house so that I could still exercise. And, you know, it's really turned into a very huge paperweight, and that's about it. So uh, finally, <clears throat> Lori said, Mike, I'd like to see you exercising again. And I said, well, if I exercise, you have to, too. <laughs> and she's been consistent, and I haven't. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so we're getting started again. I was downstairs on the elliptical this week, had the TV on, had it on YouTube, and I was watching that song, Promises, by Maverick City. Are you familiar with that song? Yes. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And I was just listening to that song, and, and there's this one part where they're kind of repeating, I'll still bless you. I'll still bless you. I'll still bless you. And I thought, I like that. So that's, that's, that's what I want to share on this Sunday, this coming Sunday, which is today. I'll still bless you. And I really wanted to play part of that song, but Pastor's Act kept me, kept me from breaking the law because you're not supposed to show YouTube and live stream it on. With, there's copyright things. So Pastor's Act, thank you that I'm not a felon. You've kept me within the, <laughs> kept me within the restraints. But uh, <clears throat> he did say that, that it could be sung live, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So we'll, we'll make do. But... I'll still bless you. The text that, that uh, I chose for that, it was actually supposed to be three verses, but it was such a busy week that it got narrowed down to one verse that we're going on today. Psalm 34, verse 1. It says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. And it's like that's just been kind of running through my spirit. Just always, I'll bless you. I'll still bless you. I'll still bless you. So, Father, I just ask that you will uh, just guide me as I share your word today. And, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, he is the one who unwraps things and gives us that revelation. And, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit will help these things to be very real and that, Lord, we will just be a people who still bless you. Whatever's coming in life, we still bless you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So my first point, bless the Lord at all times, just like it says there. Uh, the NIV says it this way, I will extol the Lord at all times. That word extol, if you look it up in the dictionary, it just means to, uh, to praise loudly. Now, the, the Hebrew word that's used there means the following things. To bless God as an act of adoration. To bless, to praise, to thank. 
So that word means all those things. And as I go through the text today, I'm just going to use the word bless. I'm going to use that one. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Now that word always, the Hebrew is tamid. It means constantly, always, evermore, perpetually. Never stops. The word study said this. It's assumed that this adverb comes from a root meaning to stretch out to eternity, to extend forever. Tamid occurs more than 100 times in the Old Testament with the primary idea of something permanent and unceasing. His praise will always be on my lips. Now, I have found in life, been a Christian since I was 18, so it's been a few years now, I have found that the devil tries to stop us from blessing the Lord. You know, he tries to get us discouraged, he tries through trials to kind of silence the praise from coming from our lips. And uh, <clears throat> it just happens, you know, things in life happen. And so I wanted to use a, a, an example from scripture of someone who, even though the enemy tried to stop him from continuing to praise or bless the Lord, he couldn't do it. And uh, there's various things I could have used, but there's one that just stands out above everything. The guy's name is three letters long. Who is it? Job, yes. Job is not an easy book to read, okay? Uh, but I just want to talk about the life of Job for a little bit. Now, we don't know who wrote the book of Job. We're not even, we don't even know when it was written. You're uncertain about that. Evidence shows that, it, it, that Job probably lived around or just before the time of Abraham because of things that you find in the, in the book. But Job, he just stood out to God. And God took notice of Job. And he even describes Job. And he says this about him. He's blameless, has integrity, feared God and stayed away from evil. And the scriptures say that God, he had a hedge of protection around Job and all of his possessions. And Job was a very, very, very wealthy man. He was like crazy rich. God took note of all of that. And this is an interesting story, but as you're reading through Job, you find out that, that Satan is having this, this communication with God. And God says, hey, have you seen my servant Job? Man, he's quite the guy. And Satan says, if you take away everything, you're protecting everything he's got. If you take that away so that he loses everything, he will curse you to your face. Challenge. God accepts the challenge. So he says, okay, you can test him. I'll let you test him. So in one day, 
the following things happen to Job. He's just living life, and then this messenger, who's one of his servants, comes running to him and says, the Sabaeans came down, and they stole all your oxen, they stole all your donkeys, and they killed all your servants. I'm the only one that lived. And the scripture says, before that messenger completed his message, another servant is running to him. And he comes to Job, and he says, fire came down from heaven and burned up all your sheep. And your servants, I'm the only one that made it out. And before that messenger finished his message, another messenger came. And he says, Job, the Chaldeans came, three raiding parties. They came and they took all the camels and killed all the servants. I'm the only one that lived. It's a rough day. And before that messenger finished his message, another one comes running. and said, Job. All your kids were having a feast in the older brother's, the oldest brother's house, and this wind came in off the desert and flattened the house, and all of your kids are dead. This is all in one day. Let's just show what happens. Go ahead, look at this next slide, Job 1, 20 and 21. At this, Job got up, tore his robe, shaved his head, then he fell to the ground in worship. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Now, Job was kind of mistaken because he was thinking that God was really responsible for all this, and God had allowed Satan to test him, but the devil was the one that came and did all the destruction and all those things. But you know what? The devil was convinced that if Job lost his possessions, he would curse God. But Job didn't. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Well, that wasn't the end of the story. Satan goes back to God, and God says, hey, you see my servant Job? Yeah, well, if you take away his health, a, a man will do anything to preserve his health. But if you take away his health, he is going to curse you. And so God says, okay, you can test him, but you can't take his life. And so sometime after that, Satan's... Uh, he strikes Job with this, this case of boils that goes from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. His whole body is just boils. And as we read through the scripture, we, we see Job, he's sitting among ashes. And he's got a broken piece of pottery. And he's just scraping this infected skin off his body. That's, that's pretty pathetic. But thankfully, he had a wife who was there. <laughs> I saw somebody just elbow somebody. <laughs> no names, though. No names. <laughs> but now listen, Job's wife had just gone through all of this. She'd lost everything. She lost her kids. 
Okay, you know what I mean? She was touched by all of this also. And it, it, it affected her in a devastating way. And she goes to Job and said, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Curse God and die. <laughs> you laughed way too much, Patty. <laughs> Curse God and die. Well, Job responds to that, and you can read through it. But Satan was trying so hard to get Job to stop honoring God with his lips and to use his lips to say things that were not good towards his God. This has taken its toll on Job, man. This is rough. But thankfully, he's got some friends. And his friends hear about all this calamity, and they come to him, and they just kind of sit with him for a few days and don't even say anything. They're just like, you know, there, which was good. And then they started talking. And his friends, I mean, Job kept saying, man, I haven't done anything wrong. I don't know why God is doing this, but I haven't done anything wrong. And his friends, they get kind of upset with him. And they start accusing him of being filled with pride, and it was because of the rebellion in his heart. It was his own sin that was bringing all this stuff on him. And, you know, what, what friends to have, you know? I mean, it's like kick a guy when they're down. And so Job is listening to all of this stuff, and there's this verse that just kind of pops out, kind of in the middle of the story. And every time I read that verse, it just amazes me. It just amazes me. Let's look at that. It's Job 13, 15. It's the first half of, of what Job is saying. And Job says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. He's thinking God is responsible for all of this. And even if God kills me, yet will I trust him. The devil could not get Job to stop acknowledging and honoring God. Well, the end of the story is, is a lot better. And uh, if you don't know it, just read it. It has a, has a much better ending. Bless the Lord at all times. Bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always, perpetually, never-ending, be on my lips. What, what a life. What does blessing the Lord at all times show? And, and these are just my thoughts. Okay, these are my thoughts. But when someone continues to bless the Lord, regardless of what's happening in life, I think it, it shows that you know God is in your picture. You know he's in there. It's not like a Where's Waldo book. You ever looked at a Where's Waldo book? Okay. Have you ever had a hard time finding Waldo? I've had a hard time with Waldo sometimes. Have you ever thought and maybe, maybe even said, they didn't even put him in this picture. He doesn't exist. And then someone else comes along and finds him, you know, 30 seconds later or whatever. But God's, when you're a person who will just bless the Lord at all times, you're showing, I'm not searching for God 
I know he's here. I know he's in my life. I know he's with me. When you are blessing him, it's just acknowledging that. You're not groping, you're acknowledging. God's in your picture. Whether it's a time of blessing or whether it's a time of challenge, God's in your picture. Now, I know there's people here today, you're going through a time of challenge. God's in your picture. He's in your picture. He's with you. He's not hiding. And thankfully, he doesn't look like Waldo. Waldo's a little strange looking. When you continue to bless the Lord at all times, it also shows that you're just choosing, choosing. It's not a feeling thing. It's just a choosing. You're choosing to trust God. Because we go through things in life that we don't understand. We're not sure how they're going to work out. We don't see how anything good can come of it. But we're choosing to trust God. God, I bless you. I acknowledge you. I thank you. I know you're in control. I trust you to work these things out. You're making this choice. Whether it's a time of rejoicing or sorrow, you're choosing to trust. When the direction in your life is really clear or when it is very unclear. You're choosing to trust. Bless the Lord at all times. Show us you're choosing to walk by faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. It's easy, you know, what you see is like, no, God says, no, you can't go by everything you see. You walk by faith, not by sight. And you know what? Faith, it kind of creates this atmosphere where God can do things. Okay? Even this morning during worship, there was just an atmosphere. When, when Jesus has your attention, when Jesus, when you are just focusing on him, loving, being thankful, expressing all of that, there's an atmosphere that comes. And, and faith can just rise up. So just continue to bless the Lord at all times. Now, wow, this, this message is almost coming to a close. Like I said, it was a busy week. Words in that song, Promises. I want to share a few words with you. I'm not going to sing them. YouTube it. Maverick City, Promises. You'll hear it. But in this song, they're singing, Great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness to me. You got it? You got it? Okay, there you go. And then they come to this part where they're singing, from the rising of the sun to the setting same, I will praise your name. And they repeat that, very, you know, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, I will praise your name. Let it go up. Let it come down. I'll still bless you. I'll still bless you. It's a powerful song. It really is. And then it goes into kind of a quieter time in the song. And this one lady is singing, I'll still bless you in the middle of the storm, in the middle of my trial. I'll still bless you in the middle of the road when I don't know which way to go. I'll still bless you. I'll still bless you. Then it goes from the rising of the sun to the setting same, I will bless your name. What if we lived like that? 
You know, now that's a decision because you can't go by your feelings. It's just got to be like a decision. I am going to bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. When the devil tries to choke out our praise, let's just praise even more. Let's just praise even more. And let's acknowledge God and let's bless him and let's thank him. We had a gentleman that's not in our church anymore. He left. Talking about Phil Brown. Nothing bad, okay. So. <laughs> he and Rebecca, God called them to other lands of ministry. Phil Brown, the man with a million hugs, Phil Brown. There was something he used to always say. Seemed like Phil, there would be just kind of crazy things happen in Phil's life and uh, challenges along the way. But there was like a two-word response whenever something crazy happened. I'm going to ask Clint to say those two words because he knows what I'm talking about. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Phil's telling you this story and, and, his, and then he says, oh, praise God. Or you're telling him your story and he says, Praise God. <laughs> so, let's live a life of just praising God. You know, circumstances, they change, they switch around. But God doesn't. The same yesterday, today, forever. He is faithful. From the rising sun to the setting same. That's one day, one day at a time. From the rising sun to the setting same. I will bless your name. I will bless your name. So I always have a three-point sermon. Almost always. So here it is. There's, there's the three-point sermon today. Because it was a busy week. Okay. If you didn't get point one, bless the Lord at all times. Remember point two. And if you forget point two, just remember point three. Okay. Bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to ask the, the worship team to come on up here now. Oh, goodness. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Always be on my lips. We're just going to worship him. Um, and if you need prayer for anything, just please come to the front. We'll pray with you. And, uh, uh, but let's, let's just go glorifying God and then tomorrow when the sun comes up at what time does it come up now does it set four o'clock I don't know <laughs> when the sun comes up bless him bless him now in the winter time you gotta you gotta reverse your thinking okay you just, you just bless him all day all day <laughs>